Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on the We Thrive podcast, where I interview different entrepreneurs around the world. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing Stephen Lamar Moore, who wears many hats. He's a composer, producer, songwriter, and entrepreneur. So thank you so much, Stephen, for joining me today on our podcast. Of course. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, let's see. I'm from Compton, California. Um, born and raised. Uh, let's see. Uh, grew up in church. Um, I think that's where my music journey or introduction to music started. Uh, grew up in church. I was in the song choir. Uh, you can imagine that. <laughs> so I was in the choir. Uh, I think from there uh, is where, you know, I really got my musical chops because I was really mentored by a pianist in our church. So uh, that was a big deal. So, um, you know, the typical thing growing up, growing up in Compton, uh, seeing a lot of, a uh, couple, you know, violence, drugs, things of that nature. And, uh, you know, getting through it and living life. But I didn't see it like that growing up, which is, which is, I tell everybody that, that uh, I didn't see that part of Compton. I saw a lot of family, saw a lot of positivity, a lot of neighborhood togetherness. And uh, that's where I come from. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love it. I know when I initially heard that you were from Compton, I immediately thought, you know, violence, drugs, things of that nature. So yeah. it's good to hear, you know, that not everyone sees that. Right, right. I mean, you know, you, you growing up, you realize that it's around, and it's just something that's just part of everyday life. So I never looked at it as like a shell shock or a culture shock or just something that really traumatically uh, bothered me. But I did realize, you know, the good from the bad. I realized what to do, what not to do. And from there, I think it helped me out to make, my, make better decisions moving forward in my life. So, you know, it's one of those gift and the curse things you kind of see uh you see the bad you have to grow up a little faster but at the same time i think a grit creates a sort of a a, a a toughness in you that you're able to get through a lot of things that you know maybe most people won't be able to yeah most definitely so speaking about getting through things as you know the name of our podcast is we thrive so when you think of the word thrive, what exactly comes to mind? Thrive. Oh, man. Um, to me, thrive is setting a goal and achieving that goal, no matter how big or small. So, uh, you know, if it's, if it's to save, you know, $5,000, you know, in a couple months and you achieve that, to me, that's thriving. So I don't put a – I don't weigh it. You know, I, I pretty much treat them all the same. So just having the goal, achieving it, and not thriving, period, no matter how big or small. Okay. I love it. So what obstacles have you faced when trying to achieve certain goals that you set for yourself? Oh, man, that's a big one. Um, I would say self-doubt a little bit um, because what I've learned, is you have to be your own biggest cheerleader and with that being said you have to really learn how to pat yourself in the back and learn how to uh you know you're going to be alone a lot of times you know it's a lot of long nights so self-doubt is one 
um, in the composing world, I've gotten small pushback because generally speaking, you know, I was around a lot of people who were classically trained and who were in a conservatory and things of that nature. And so a lot of times I would get pushback because I was around that. And A, they probably didn't really understand me. And, uh, you know, there's not a lot of people that look like me that's like in those arenas. So a lot of times I get a little pushback on that. But over time, once they see what I'm doing and they hear what I got, then they realize, you know, it's not just a fad for me or something that um, I really have a passion for. Um, so really, I would say just, I mean, for me, you your own, you can get in your own way. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of it is self-inflicted. So I just tell people to um, just stay positive as you can, meditate if you can, do things to kind of keep the edge off and keep pushing. Absolutely. I, I definitely have learned that throughout my own journey. So, <laughs> yes, indeed. So it takes time. It's not easy. No, it's not at all. Not at all. Do you have a particular moment that kind of sticks out in your mind where you were like, you know, this is really hard, but it was kind of like that turning point for you where you were just like, it's mind over matter. Like, I've, I've got to buckle down and do this. Uh... You know, working on my first album uh, called Feel Good Cool, it's a jazz soundtrack that I produced a couple years ago. Um, it was a time where, because I, I was working on the film at the same time I was working on the album, so it was just a lot of music in my head, a lot of <laughs> a lot of notes. It was just, you know, kind of crazy. And... Um, also, at that time, I was in school, but I was sleeping out of my car. So while sleeping out of my car, you know, I was going through that, going to work, going to school, and then, you know, sleeping in my car, getting up at four in the morning, doing it all over again. So uh, that was a tough period in my life, but it made me realize that um, the way I think of it is like this. A lot of times when you're doing something that, you know, you, you feel that it's, that's needed and it, and it can really change lives, yours in particular, I feel like there's always going to be a roadblock. You know, it's almost like the, 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 the storm, and then once the storm is over, everything is nice. So I just feel like that peak of getting up there, it's always going to be hard. But once you get over that wall, it always gets better. So I look at it like a challenge and that um, if it's too easy, then it's probably not good anyway. So I'll look at it like that. Yeah. So let me make sure I'm hearing you correctly. So you were going to school and mm -hmm. you were working on a film, producing an album, all while living out of your car. Yes. That yes. is remarkable. <laughs> that is I think it's a little crazy, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that too, but uh, here you are, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, you know, it's... it's and, and a lot of times I hear a lot of stories with different artists and, and uh, whether it's actors, musicians, or whatever, and they all have a, a story where, you know, they had to do something a little odd or they went through something that kind of propelled them and pushed them. And I just think it was just something I had to go through to, you know, get where I am today. And even then, I still have a long way to go. So, Yeah. 
Well, I love your mindset and how, like, I'm a very visual person. So I loved how you said, like, I was at the peak and like, it was almost like when you reach that peak, you could see the clarity or, you know, the storm passing where most people would look at that as a valley. So. Right. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's just like with nature, you know, I had a, I had a professor who really broke something down to me that was like awesome. Right. He said, man, think of music and life as one thing, right? So when you look at trees and you're looking at the outline of it, right, you see the ups and downs in the trees, right? Just like life, you see hills, mountains, they all, it's all there's always a contour going up and down. So it's no different in life. So you just look at it like it's going to come, right? It's just how you best prepare yourself. And, you know, when you already have that in your mind and, and those, you know, those lows come, then I just feel like uh, you look at it like, okay, it's just a time period. It's going to pass. Let me just weather the storm and keep going. So I think that my professor was telling me that because that was, that was huge. That was huge for me. Yeah, that is. So outside of your professor, what other uh, resources have you used to overcome different obstacles in your life? Uh, family, uh, family, friends. Uh, mentors. I have uh, a film producer mentor. I have an orchestration uh, mentor who I talk to maybe once a week and I tell them about my struggles and, you know, my process of going through the journey. And, uh, you know, they give me gems and they give me things to look out for and just to make sure that I stay on the path. So, you know, I email them and let them know what I'm doing. They help me out and they say, hey, when you come to this pitfall, this is what to look out for and it's how you avoid it. So that's helped me tremendously. So I've been blessed in that, you know, in that regard to have people who really care about my well-being and my career and who want to share information. So it's all about information. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, information and relationships. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Huge, huge, especially in this business. It's, it's all about who you know. And uh, a lot of times uh, you don't have to be just crazy talented. A lot of times it's just uh, – do they like you? You know, are you cool to be around? Can they be around you for six hours and uh, and not feel a certain way? So a lot of times it's comfortability. And then once you learn that, and if you're also talented, that's even a super bonus. So I learned that. So that's really interesting because, you know, I've heard a lot of people who are successful say, like, do it messy. Don't wait until it's perfect. You know, do right. it there. Just get out there. Like, you just never know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's scary, though, because, you know, for me, I'm my worst critic. You know, I'm hard on myself. And uh, and it's not easy to put your – to be vulnerable and put your art in front of the world and, and have people criticize you and things of that nature. So you have to really develop a, a, a tough skin and really believe in what you're doing and not care what people say. It's pretty simple. You know, people have opinions, and that's just what it is. And you just have to keep your head down and go. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of talking along the lines of like, know where you're going. Um, how do you define legacy? And like, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? How do I define legacy? Um, I define legacy as people identify you, you know, with a certain thing. And whether that's a uh, philanthropy or, uh, you know, musically, uh, 
anything of the art, painting, um, leaving the mark and having like, I would say, I guess I can use for example, late great Nipsey Hussle, who uh, he left a legacy of, you know, philanthropy and really helping out his people and uh, really caring about the community. And I think that's so, it's, it's, it's so valuable to have that. And um, for me, I want my legacy to be, you know, that I cared about people and that um, my music spread love to people and made people feel good. And that's really what my ultimate goal is. Um, not even thinking about money, not thinking about those things, but really thinking about the purity of it. And um, that's what I would like to leave. And I feel like legacy defines just who you are and people just identify you as certain things. Yeah, exactly. So I love how you say the purity of it. It's like you're really staying true to who you are. Mm -hmm. And I think it comes across, and people can see that and feel that. You know, people can feel when you're not being authentic and you're not really being yourself. Whether yeah. through your music, you're a public speaker, people can kind of feel, you know, ah, this is, you know, you're just doing this for X, Y, and Z. It's not really a passion of yours. You don't really feel it. So I, when I do music and I do anything, I try to really be as pure as possible when I do it so it can come off some natural. And I think that's always the best way. So I have to ask, does that have anything to do with the title of your first album, which if memory serves me, it's Feel Good Cool. Is that correct? That is similar, yes. Similar, okay. Yes. So. Uh, you're on it. You're on it. No, it's... um. <laughs> Exactly, because my whole intention was to make people feel good and be cool. Okay. So I just I was just saying that one day. I thought oh, that'd be a cool title. Okay. And so uh, because the whole vibe is that way. So. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. And I know. I mean, a little side note: you are well. You produce the music that we're using for the podcast, and that is one thing I said to you: is I want people to feel good when they hear it. So. There you uh, go. Yeah, I love how it comes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it. That's how we do. Yes, indeed. So what are some other nuggets that you can give people who might not be in your industry or even people who are in your industry? I know you're in a very niche industry. So um, what are some nuggets that might apply to everyone? Uh, be yourself huge be yourself um love yourself be confident um i there's so many <laughs> but i say the main thing is be yourself um don't let anyone change who you are you don't have to alter yourself to quote unquote be better or whatever the case is because you are good enough that's who you are it's just about um, tapping into your niche and tapping into what your talent is. It really just exercises it. So just be yourself, work hard, um, be consistent. Um, when you say you're going to do something, just do it. And that goes a long, long way. And uh, people remember that. And um, especially in this industry, um, you really only have one time to, to mess it up. And then your reputation, you know, really, that's probably any business, really. Uh, you have one good impression. And once you, you know, you fail like that, it's hard to get back up. But yeah. consistency, be yourself, love yourself, 
and be confident. And then it'll work out for you. Nine out of 10 times, it'll work out for you. Awesome. So you mentioned about talent and I want to dig a little deeper into that. Um, I guess over the past five plus years have watched you develop your talent. I know we've, we've spoke about all the instruments that you've taught yourself. Like what helped you do that? And what tips can you give someone for like literally learning something new, just picking it up and, <laughs> and like mastering it? Right. Um, you know, the motivation for me was um, I got tired of calling a lot of people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, hey, man, he played his bass for me. Hey, man, he played his guitar for me or this ukulele for me. Hey, man, can you play piano for me? Whatever it is. I got tired of calling people. And then, you know, uh, it, got, it got to the point where I just needed to do it on my own. So I taught myself, uh, whether it's YouTube or just, um, you know, different things like that every day for about an hour, you know, each instrument and just play, 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 play. And um, also by doing that, it helped me become a better composer. Mm -hmm. I just feel like uh, you learn different instruments. I was able to tap in um, and really get intimate with the particular instrument that I'm playing. So uh, it's, it's, it's been great learning instruments. It's been, I'm still learning. I'm not there yet by no means, but I'm on it every day. And it's just all about doing it daily, being consistent. And um, it's really no magic sauce to it. That's just what it is. Mm -hmm. So I'm hearing, you know, persistence, not giving up and practice. And practice. And, not, and, and you get tired of calling people. You just really get, you know, a lot of things push you to, to do things. And that was just one of them. I didn't like relying on people. I didn't like having to, you know, constantly have to call, hey, man, I need this, I need this. I said, hey, you know what? I'm just going to learn this myself. So I'm yeah. tired of having to reach out. So it actually worked to my benefit, and I think everyone comes to a point to where, you know, I'm just going to do it myself because I'm learning anyway, and it's the best way to go. So it's so funny that you say that because in my business, I am huge on not doing everything myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, but at one point I did, you know, when I first got started, I was doing it. And like you said, it allows you to get more intimate with whatever you're doing. And for me, it gives me an understanding, you know, now that I have a team, like we can truly relate to one another. You know, so I think that that's so important. Um, even as leaders, um, you know, we have to really understand and not be afraid to do the dirty work. Exactly. I, 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 I related to uh, like a, a manager who happened to get promoted throughout the year. Let's say he started off as a security guard. And then a couple years later, you know, he's a manager and he's doing this. He can have a conversation with the security, the current security guard, because he's been there, he had the experience, and he can empathize with certain things. So I just feel like it helps that you've been through that process. So for me, I can talk to a guitarist, or I can talk to a, a bass player, like, hey, you know, he play like with a little bit of this, because I may at least have that conversation with him. So um, it all helps in the long run, and I'm realizing that now, going through this journey has helped me to, you know, get better in this aspect than this one 
And I just know it's all part of the plan. Now, at first it seemed a little strenuous. Oh my God, this is so, you know. But now I see the big picture. It's like, it's preparing me for something later. So you just have to go through it. Yeah. So talking about the big plan, do you have any uh, big plans or do you see a, a much larger vision for yourself? Um, yes, I do. I want to create cartoons. Um, that's one big goal that I have. And um, I'm slowly working on that. Um, you know, as far as the, this guy here, Stevo. Uh, so <laughs> you can see on Instagram, uh, I have videos of him uh, doing this cartoon thing. So that's one that I'm really, really want to tap into is creating content and um, cartoon shows. So that's one. And uh, just continuing to uh, score films and um, keep making good music. And uh, we'll see how it goes from there, you know. I'm just happy to even be here to be able to do all these things because, you know, it was a point where I wasn't sure if I was going to be here. So I'm just excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I have to ask, and you don't have to share, but what do you mean by you didn't think that you were going to be here? Well, like, I would say about 12 years ago, um, I ended up getting shot five times. So, yeah, I don't even know if I told you this, right? So, <laughs> I got hit three times. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Three times in my left leg, two in my uh, right foot. And uh, I couldn't walk for about two years because uh, my bones were shattered in my left leg. So I couldn't walk for two years. So that taught me a lot of patience. I had to learn patience. I really had to get deep within myself. Um, I had no choice but to look inward and kind of evaluate myself and where I was heading. And uh, I think that was a turning point in my life for sure. As far as uh, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for real. Yeah. Wow. But um, it's been it's 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 a gift and a curse. It's a gift and a curse because the one thing I did lose was uh feeling that control. Mm -hmm. I think, and realizing that you know what, this this is bigger than you. And I had to realize that. And at the same time, I've, I've learned that whatever you want to do, just go do it. Don't wait uh, because you don't know what tomorrow brings and what could happen. So just live and live as full as you can and have fun with it. And I think since then, I haven't looked back. Wow. You are uh, really like the poster child for resilience. <laughs> <laughs> You're, You're really all right, so is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners or something that you might have forgotten to mention? Um, I would say just uh, check out my new EP. That's how I call Scores and More. Um, you can go on my website and purchase uh, That would be www.stevenmmusic.com. And you can look me up on Spotify and stream my music. Steve Lamar Moore, pretty easy. And uh, Instagram, Steve Lamar Moore. And uh, rock with me, check my music out. I love feedback. Uh, I'm always interacting with people who listen, and uh, it's a fun thing. And uh, I'm going to keep banging out these tracks for, for uh, movies and all that good stuff. So uh, be on the lookout.
Sounds good. And I assume that your movies and everything that you're doing, scoring for is on your website? Yes, ma'am. It's on my website and also on YouTube. So if you go to my YouTube channel, Steve Lamar Moore, same thing. Uh, you'll find everything there. Awesome. Awesome. And we'll be sharing that information with our listeners as well for you. So again, I appreciate having you on as a guest and I so appreciate you doing the music for our podcast. So it's been a pleasure and thank you. Of course. I'm, thank you for having me here. I'm so blessed, honored to be here. And uh, I love watching your journey as well. You're doing awesome. Thank you. You're welcome.